0: Welcome to the Camp Randall Platoon podcast. I'm James White along with Sir Jordan Shelton and Warren Heron bringing you guys badger football news and updates. Unfortunately, we don't have no good news coming from the University of Wisconsin this weekend.
1: We'll
0: get to that a little bit later. But a big topic of discussion right now is, you know, these coaches getting fired, NFL, college football, you know, plenty of years left on their contract. They still getting cut that check. You got Jimbo Fisher big just bag. got fired a couple days ago. You know, they cut him a check for $76 million, oh, just, just not 76? the coach. It's kind of crazy. There's a lot of people that, you know, get up in arms about players getting paid, you know, NIL deals and all of that. But for some of these coaches, man, to get fired and still get paid all that money, it's crazy if you think about it. Bro,
2: yeah, yeah, it's it was, wow. And, I, I mean, from, a, from Jimbo's standpoint, I – I would never coach again. Honestly. Ever. 76 million? Bro, ever. 76 million, 76 million is insane to, you know what I'm saying, to, like, take over as a coach, and then if it don't pan out, they just got to cut you a check to let you go. But it's it's real interesting. Like, I've been seeing stuff just on, like, around, you know, just college football, like, like who's going to be the replacement coach? And, uh, you know, I've seen that a lot of people brought up Dion's name. So it's going to yeah. be very, very interesting, right? Like, just moving forward and seeing, you know – it's gonna be a lot of changes in the NFL coaching wise, uh, in college football coaching wise. It's gonna be a lot of changes, so it's gonna. I'm pretty uh, hyped up to just see how things are gonna form out in a couple weeks.
0: Yeah, man. How you feel about that, Warren? When it comes to these coaches, like I said, you know, players. Obviously, players getting a little bit of money now, but it's not every player on the roster getting a, a NIL deal. So right. I, for for me, right. I feel like hey. Cut some of that check to some of
1: those players on yeah, yeah, Hey, yeah. Yeah. Some, of that to some of the kids, man. Pay off, pay off that hard work. Coach need to cut coach need to cut a check for sure. Cause the players will help you keep your job now. Yeah. But uh nah man, that's what they say, like record breaking too? Yeah, it's, bro, it's, that's it's like Bro that shoot. Hey, I got a list written out of what I would do if I made that kind of money, bro. <laughs> like I can only imagine what he about to do with that bag, bro.
2: Really? Bro, I'd be on No lie, bro I'd be on a yacht In like Italy somewhere <laughs> With a pina colada my feet up My family Like, bro I'm Shit Like 76 bro, I million that. I am chilling, bro Bro,
1: We're gonna be smart We're gonna tell the kids Hey, you know what I'm gonna save my money But in reality, bro I'm gonna have the most Expensive bottle of liquor I'm chilling <laughs> <laughs> But save your money, What's though <laughs> Save your money Bro, it Bro,
0: it says Power 5 schools since 2022 oh fired coaches $146 million in total. So just since 2022 for Power 5 schools. Uh, they, what? They couldn't match it. But that, that just goes to show you how much these programs, you know, bring in money. Yeah. Like I said, we know they talk about, like, you know, NFL players' money. They talk about college football players making money. But these programs, the way the amount of money that this football team can bring in on a year-to-year basis. Bro. It's it's the same, and they they can spread some of that, you know, that, that contract that they owe to these coaches. They can spread to some of the sports, you know, some of the smaller sports that don't, you know, for make sure. as much revenue. They can, for sure. they can really boost up, you know, facilities, whatever it may be. I think there's a different way they can handle that. Look, like I'm not trying to be in anybody's pockets. Like he he deserved the the contract that he got. Hey, they rewarded him for a reason. Yeah, but man, yeah. that's a that's a a lot of money to be flushed down the drain.
1: No kids, 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 kids it's straight.
2: And then also, too, just, you know, like, obviously, you know, a lot of the talks with, you know, paying players and stuff like that, like, like, kids deserve it. Not saying that coaches don't deserve, like you said, coaches deserve that money for sure. But, you know, I I think we need to implement a way just for all, you know, top football players, even, you know, guys on the bottom of the roster. Like, everybody should be getting paid because just for the simple fact of the hard work that you put in year and year out, like, people do not know. Those those summer workouts, those winter workouts, getting up at 5.30 in the morning when it's freezing cold outside, you know, just depending on where you are. Like, it's a lot of dedication that these young men put that they should be they should be compensated. Shoot,
1: I wish they had some type of back pay a, or
2: something for but us. But you know like, what? I got
1: a question for you, though. You know, I got a question for you. I 100% agree, and I love it that players are getting paid right now for their likeness and things like that, you know, their jersey sales and whatnot. But seeing the way kids have been handling, handling their money now – what would you do differently, differently if that was the case, right? And I don't want to spend too much time on it, but just like hypothetically speaking, like, you know, we done seen some kids cutting up when they get that oh. check, you know, or the money that they making. Like, they, do, they doing stuff they're not supposed to or, you know, spending it on the wrong things, you know, not saving. So what would you do if you were going to give a kid, you know, not that kind of money, but if you're going to break a kid off, it's obviously going to be substantial. So what would you do and how would you help them manage it? Because right now, you know, you see some kids buying things that, Yeah. People would never touch in their lives. Working eighty years, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how would you, how would you help the kid manage that at that at that point if you're giving them that kind of money?
0: It's tough. I think the schools have to have some type of like financial advisor, financial program set up within, right. To kind of speak to these kids, not just like one time, but like a week to week basis, a month to month basis. <laughs> and I think it's it's different now. I know we had social media and all that when we were in college, but now like these kids. Like I I knew a designer and all that, but these kids got more designer than
1: what I got. And I, bro, designer now I play <laughs> designer mouthpieces, designer, mouth yeah, designer vibe,
0: bro. You know, I played eight years in the league. Like I have, like my, you know, some nice stuff and all that. But these kids, they they come dressed, you know, fresh to death on, you know, the, the walk to. The Game, the little badger the walk game. we got walking to the stadium. These kids be fresh, they be having on Gucci, Burberry, Louis bag. <laughs> I see, we see it, seen, you know what I'm saying, Louis bag, all it, that. You know bro, what I mean? We, see when we, when we was in college, we had the, probably like two, three suits, you just rotated a couple little shirts, and that was that. And it's, it's just different now. That's that's what I would advise these schools just have you know some financial literacy class because it's i don't know what i if you would have gave me a hundred thousand dollars to compliance meeting yeah but something you gave me a hundred thousand dollars two hundred thousand dollars in college i honestly don't know what i would have done well, i probably bought a car or something you know i ain't talking something. about that. no lambo or nothing but bought a little whip but i don't know i don't know what i would have done with it that, that would have
1: been in the lock <laughs> Come on, let's have, no
0: have your bread gone. That's Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. hey, you coming
1: back. If I'm playing, it's coming back.
2: That's, that, that all of it's gone. Uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, James. I would have probably bought every single shoe that I want Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Like, yeah, obviously you know we, we got yeah. like shoe fetishes. I, I probably would have spent all that money on Nikes, Jordans, all the shoes that I know I probably will never be able to afford. I probably would have bought.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely uh, would have had some shoes. I'd have. We already had a nice rotation. That was my was my little hustle in college. I buy a bunch of shoes, run out of my money, and I had to sell them off, get some uh, get some of uh, my cheese back, you know? Yeah. I had to thug it, man. You had to <laughs> you, had to, you had to hustle by any means to get it done. But
1: Must be nice. I had to spend my check at the grocery store trying to gain weight. <laughs> Over here dying, boy.
0: Speak, I I remember that. Remember our our sophomore going into our sophomore year that the place we were talking about with Soj. How you stayed? Was that like vantage point right by the stadium? Mm-hmm. Remember yeah. that all season, me and Warren, we tried to go on like this this crazy diet. We go into the grocery store. I ran out of my scholarship <laughs> check for that summer so fast. Bro. Going to that grocery store, boy. I think I, I think Trying I bought like, to an eat iPad like three
2: thousand calories
1: or, a
0: day. Or yeah, something I think like I bought like, a iPad. Ooh. Broke for... <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, bro.
1: That money check after after rent, after hitting the grocery store, had about $15 left, had to make that yeah. squeeze. Yes.
0: Yeah, bro. <laughs> get that one lump sum and it's, it's gone and gone. You ain't getting nothing else. That was it. Yeah. Man, so we can turn our pace to the badges for a little bit. So we suffered a third straight home loss in a row. In a row. I mean, I don't know... I don't know if we lost multiple games in a row at all when we were in college. We, we might have. We may have lost two no, in a row. I, so, I don't. I feel like we did. Know we we, we no, lost maybe, two
1: games in a row a couple I of different lost, years. Yeah. Never, maybe our, maybe uh, our uh, our that year we lost on the back to back Hail Marys okay, against yeah, Ohio yeah, State, yeah, And Michigan true, yeah. State, and then we did it again against Ohio State, And Michigan State, uh, our third year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. When You're we played right. them
2: at home, but this that, I don't. I don't think I've. I don't think I've ever lost back to back. Yes.
0: So. it it's different, you know, within the program right now. It's definitely some some tough times from hearing it from fans, hearing it from former players, alumni. You see it current on social players, media. Current, the current players, bro. Current players. Hunter Waller shortage, put that and, thing on yeah, blast. And I think that, that was very interesting to hear from him saying that, it. you know, that people kind of got to be checked at the door what your are buying is. You're not just here, you know, to put that helmet on. You know, say I'm a football player, say I'm a Wisconsin Badger. You really got to go out there and earn that from a day-to-day basis and it's it's tough man we we all dealt with a, a coaching change when we were in college and it's it's not easy it's not gonna be you know smooth sailing it's gonna be some bumps in the road but it's just it's just interesting cause to me the competitiveness isn't there not just Mm-mm. I don't care how good you are or how many stars walk on just to go out there and compete, that that means something to me because I think that's what Wisconsin football is all about—just competing. You may you may be outman talent wise and all that, but if you go out there, you play together, you compete. You're gonna give yourself a chance. You may not win every game, but you're definitely not gonna go out there and get beat. Down, no offense to Northwestern, you're not gonna get beat down 24 to three in the first half against that football team. So yeah, I don't know. Like, what do you guys want to see from this team, you know, going forward to finish out of the year? Because we're still we're fighting for a bowl contention right now, just to make a bowl game.
2: I think you hit it perfect on the like perfect on the spot, bro, as far as just like competing, man. I for all my time, even before coming to school and then once getting there, like that's something that I know we always pride ourselves on. And you hear former players, you hear current players, you just hear everybody talking about that badger pride. And like that was the first game I could say it looked like we didn't have no type of pride, no type At of competitive all. spirit in our heart, like just I I couldn't even explain. I, I had yeah. to cut the game off, bro, because it was tough <laughs> yeah. to watch. Yeah. Just as a former player, that you know you, you work so hard. Like we always talk about that motion W, how important that is to us. And to see the product that we put out last last Saturday, uh, it, it, it was it's extremely bad. I mean, you you heard it from former players, players like like you said, Warren. Players on the roster now. Um, Coach Fickle talked about it is is just moving forward man. we're going to have to we're going to have to fix a lot of things and, and and thinking about you know just going from the Chris era to the, you know Coach football era like I didn't think that it was going to be this much stuff that we were going to have to you know try and fix just to get to be a decent team I didn't I didn't think we would you know I think we all had high expectations and that's just us being you know former players but the season the way it is the way it is right now I I would have a million a million years never imagined that this is you know the the conversations that we would be having it's it's insane honestly
0: what about you warren how you feeling what this team need to do you know, going forward to bro, finish out the
1: the year the right way i think like bro we just we have to have pride about ourselves man we gotta show some grittiness. we gotta show some fight some toughness like you can i think you can really start to see guys that you don't want i don't want to say like i don't want to say it like, like you can see guys but like They don't really want it bad enough. Like and I I don't put it on the coaches as much and I wish that people would really stop putting it on the coaching staff because when it comes to games like that, like that's a that's that's your you as you as a player have to take it upon yourself to play harder, to find that next level, to tap in to call guys out, look in the mirror. Like that's the hard nosed game. Like and it and these last couple games that we played with Indiana and Northwestern, they didn't beat us, bro. It's not like these are world beating teams that just come out and just you know you just yeah. expect it like no like we beat ourselves we can't we can't score we can't get a stop. Like, both teams came out and scored on us in the opening drive. And that has nothing to do with play calling. That's execution. Yeah. Yeah. It's execution. Like, we saw Northwestern, like, one of the plays that they had, we got beat on a deep ball because, a, you know, a guy lost his man yeah. or on a on a change route or whatever it might have been. Yeah. It's just yeah, like, it's, it's execution. Stuff, and it's, yeah. it's the want to. Because sometimes, bro, you can fall into a play going full speed giving all your effort. And you can just see guys not giving their effort. And it's like like how many times do you have to see that for yourself before you make a change you know what i'm saying so it's guys just have to want guys have to step up and want to be better like it's it's not enough to just put on a jersey you know and like i said I love my team will support my yeah. team to the end but i'm also going to be super critical cuz we've been there we've played the game you know and like I said, like it's it's on the players. Yeah. Like you got to step up. You got your leaders have to show up whether they're playing or not, you know, somebody's got to say something. Yeah. Somebody's got to rally the troops, you know, cuz we do have a really good coaching staff, guys that know how to win, guys that have been in winning positions, guys that know how to, you know, make their schemes work. You know, and again, I'm not trying to say it ain't a little bit on the coaches because we've had yeah, some things yeah. throughout the season where we could have made some better adjustments and mm-hmm. things like that. But I think for these last couple of games, I, I personally I put it on the players because yeah. you got to carry yourself with a lot more pride than that.
2: but honestly, Warren, it's both, bro. And, and it is, gr- it is. I'm and, not, I don't granted, disagree with that. And granted, I like I totally understand the it's the the aspect of the players have to have more pride and come out there because you you can even tell. And, and like you said no shots at northwestern or anything but it just looked like our players weren't prep it, it just honestly looked like they weren't prepared like there's certain things and little stuff like even the play that you mentioned the third and 11 that they scored on just off a switch simple switch route yeah yeah that like that's something that you shouldn't be making mistakes on in week eight and nine until, it's communic- you know, or, that's, good. that's week- communication communication that's, that's on field that communication you- right but I just, like, even even looking at the plays, I, I, our defense, they could play better, of course. But I feel like a lot of this stuff is coming from the offensive <laughs> side of the ball. And I'm just going to be honest I, with I, you. I agree. I agree. Like, I, we've been terrible on, just even mm-hmm. last week. I mean, the previous, but last week we were terrible on third down. And being in passing situations, it just, like, our offense looks so bland. Like, I, I don't yeah. understand, especially being in something that we're calling, like, the air raid offense. Guys should be able to get open. And we are we are struggling in the passing game. And then now we are we are struggling in the run game. Like <laughs> simple things when when we when you guys played, Warren, I Warren and, and you know James, third and twos, like that was that was yeah, money down money. That was money for money sure. Down. Get off the you field. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that's that, it. I felt good as on the defense side of the ball. When you guys went out there and it was third and two, third and three oh, them boys got it, you know? Like, I could sit down. Now, obviously, you know, you play some teams that might stop you, but yeah. we just been struggling pro on offense.
1: It's bad. <laughs> yeah. It is very bad. Like I said, I agree with you. Like, I agree with you. Especially, like, you know, with the landscape of the season, it's definitely both. I'm just speaking in terms of these last two games. We look like we were physically getting overpowered by teams that we normally just yeah. wipe out. Yeah. Like, we are a much tougher team than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying. It's the, the physical dominance that we're so used to seeing. It looks like the tables were turned and we got dominated on both sides of the ball, on the front, in the trenches. We were getting beat up. And that's just that's just what yeah, I nice. felt like we could see like again i think it's both coaches and players for the landscape of the season but just in the last two weeks i just feel like we haven't had that fight that we're so used to seeing wisconsin football have
0: yeah just another game i i think guys just look deflated it's just there's no energy yeah. there just lethargic yeah. you know you make a mistake you find was like oh, well, all right like let me, yeah. let me try again next time like that's like nobody's really i mean i see the coach that's, that's the first time i've seen fickle you know, really get, you know, energized a little bit and, you know, get it somebody in the face when Alexander Smith gave up the touchdown on third down from, like, the 40-yard line. You can't get that up in that situation. But that just shows, like, the frustration that's being built up in there because they know how much better this football team should be. I think there's there's too much talent on the roster to be getting beat like that against Northwestern, especially early on in the football game. And I think we could jump into it. We lose – 24 to 10 in Northwestern, really 24 to three. We scored with just a few seconds to, you know, mm. <laughs> to end the game, just to make the score look somewhat reasonable. And we've been a slow starting team the entire year. Northwestern took full advantage of that. We had the one drive, first drive of the game, go down, you know, get stopped, kick a field, go get three. And it was just an onslaught after that. They jumped out, scoring all, all their possessions, three straight touchdowns and a field goal. So, I mean, I, I think they just, they came out ready to go. I mean, If I was a coach and I was going up against our football team, just just get off to a fast start. You can you can jump out on this team offensively. They take a while to get Mm -hmm. going. They rely on the second half to try and turn it on. Look, they they quarterback his first came back after you know battling some injuries for a few weeks. He he chucking the ball up. We talked about their receivers being probably the strength of their offense. They them, them dudes going out there making plays, one hand catches. Like I said, they. Ben yeah, Bryant for 18 threw a duck. Dude still went up there and grabbed it one man, hand. So grabbed, that's like yeah. that's like some of the stuff we want to see from our team. Like even if a dude's covered, give him a chance to see if these dudes can go out there and make a play. It just, for sure. just seems so lethargic. The the enthusiasm just isn't there. Dog, I just want somebody yes. on the offense. Like I said, I know Braylon's missed, but somebody just to emerge and you know take charge of this whole thing. It's just it's just something missing. I I don't know what it is.
2: And it's it, it, I thinking about just hearing you talk like do you think ohio state I, I the teams that are playing these last two weeks versus what we seen when we were in madison for Ohio State, i where's that team at yeah yeah you know what i'm saying like i don't yeah. even even you know going against ohio state and knowing that you know call a spade a spade they had more talent in us guys out there versus ohio state were competing they yeah. were competing for them you know with pride Everything was on the line. And, and guys, you could tell just throughout the week, everything that was energized and that the coaching staff made of that week, you know, guys were ready. Where is that same energy for these past two weeks against lesser teams? Like, yeah, we can be real. We have a better team. Even with the guys that we have right now, like, we're we're missing key players. We still have enough to beat Indiana and Northwestern. I don't know where that energy is. And then also just to add one thing. What you said about, you know, Coach Fickle getting in the face of um, you know, Alexander Smith. You know, I, I, I kinda I don't wanna say in, you know, nothing against Coach Fickle. It's yeah. not that I, I kinda feel some way about that for the simple fact that you get in the face of a a, a defensive back, which Coach Fickle knows that comes with it. We are gonna give up touchdowns, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And obviously some of the stuff just compete in an effort, you know, you I can always say that. Like even if I was a coach, I wouldn't get on I wouldn't get on, on my players for, you know, a guy catching a ball or giving up a touchdown, because that's what comes with it. But like, you know, effort and you know, just those little things like that's something that I can coach. But yeah. where where is all this when where's all, where's all this energy and yelling in people's faces on the offense side of the ball? Yeah. I don't see him doing that. Yeah. yeah when when when, right. when the defense when the defensive line is getting bullied around and guys are running for a hundred and forty yards and up, where's all that yelling at? So yeah, th- that's something that bothers me, right? Don't don't yell at One player, you know what I'm saying? It's a it's a lot of stuff messed up right now, and that energy needs to be carried at all kind of all positions. Because I can name a bunch of positions that have not held up their end of the bargain. This Mm. just to contribute all the see receivers, quarterback, running back,
1: defensive line, line, secondary,
2: O line. Like there's a lot of guys that. You know, and I'm not saying, you know, I don't know, you know, what he's doing week to week, you know, like on a Monday or a Tuesday when they're having those meetings. But it's just frustrating to see that happen to, you know, one player when the whole product is bad right now.
0: Yeah. I said the only reason I can finally see that happening is if there must have been something said to him during the week or before the game, before that series. I think that's probably the only reason I can see that happening. Like, okay, like, look third and this what they trying to do this like we can't give up this. like that's the only reason i can see i mean i don't know but yeah i agree with that you got to if you are going to check one guy you got to check <laughs> cuz everybody crossed the board for sure like if i can name
2: plays that third and 11 yeah. they run a simple switch yeah, route yeah. and it's a touchdown like i, I mm-hmm. nothing 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 Major, as in, you know, like, guys are getting tricky with, you know, the route concepts yeah. and getting people open. A simple switch route. It yeah. wasn't that complicated. <laughs> that the corner takes. Like the five corner yards ta- off the line of scrimmage. Five, the corner takes one. The, the slot safety takes two. They take switch. Two. Yeah. The safety's looking in no man's land. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? So, s- stuff like that would, would, would take me off, you know? But I, I can understand. Maybe something was said, but it, I hope stuff is said for all of yeah. this stuff because it don't look good. It yeah, don't look yeah. good at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah, That probably leads me to my next point You know Warren The defensive front I mean Northwestern is the worst Russian offense In the Big Ten and These dudes Knocking us off the ball Running Running the ball And we table. talked about yeah.
1: Last week that they gave up 40 sacks yep, 40 yep. sacks And we, and we, got, and one, was, we got one we had one, one, sack? one sack
0: Yeah, so I. You can kind of shed your opinion on on that situation, bro. It's
1: effort, bro. That's, that's it is what it is, bro. We can and like Breeze says, we can call a spade a spade, bro. It's effort, man. Like I know, if, like if I'm on the field, bro, I'm not letting. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna physically, willingly let somebody blow me off the ball. Play after play, like bro, it was repetitive. Like it wasn't like. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, they got us one play, then they got us. A-. No, that running back number four, I can't remember his King name, bro. Porter. That boy had yeah. chunked us up, bro. Like, yeah. we Again, don't get me wrong. We bowled up a couple of plays yeah. here and there. I'm going to give the guys their credit. But majority of that game, bro, that boy was getting five to ten a pop, bro. And up the middle, like in the meat of the defense. And so I just think that. As a defensive line, like, you have to carry yourself. Like, you're the baddest thing on the field. Like, yeah. and we don't carry ourselves that way. And I'm not saying that we don't have that capability. I'm not saying that we don't have the guys to do it. Because they do. Like, they show it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they showed it against O-State. Them boys bowled up against a better team. Yeah. And just these last two weeks, it's like, we sputtering. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know if it's like... You know, we're just going into these games with the mindset of like, oh, we just know what we're going to win, Yo. you know, or, you know, this is, this is, I mean, it can't be, but I mean, what else, what yeah. else can it be? You know, like it's, it, it's at, when you're on defense, bro, it's not like, let me say it like this. When you're a defensive lineman, bro, you have one job. You have one job or two jobs. It's to be gap sound and to reset the line of scrimmage. Play with your hands. You move your feet, bro. Like, you, you're going to get stopped, bro. Unless you're getting, unless you're playing too high, getting double things like that. Like, no, we had one-on-one blocks, bro, where guys were getting driven. And that's just not who we are. So, there's got to be like a, it's got to be, you got to check yourself walking in the door. You got to really say, did I really give my best effort, you know? Yeah. And again, we have a great defensive line coach, a coach that knows how to win, a coach that's played at the highest level. And I I I have to believe that he for sure is telling the guys how to have success. And it's up for us as players. Again, that's why I put it on the players these last couple weeks. Yeah. To take that coaching and get better. Yeah. Like You you shouldn't be decreasing as the week goes along or as the season goes along. And I just feel like from Indiana to Northwestern or from Ohio State to Indiana to Northwestern, we've really like decreased a lot in, in the production that we had came out that was in that Ohio State game. Like We look like complete opposites.
2: What's sad to me is... How we talked about Northwestern and we said these are the games that they're they're stat games, right? There's, yeah, these are the games to go out there and, you know, pad your stats, run for a hundred yards, get you some sacks. It's it's if it, to me it feels like it's turned the other like it's, it's turned with like, like one of those yeah. teams right now. Teams are we look like the team now where it's yeah. like, oh shoot, we got Wisconsin this week, man. I'm trying to run for one forty. <laughs> oh, we I'm trying oh, to catch two touchdowns. Oh, I'm trying to get Four sacks. So well, I'm trying to catch a pick. Like yeah. that's the part that's frustrating to me. Just knowing how the the work that you know former players and the guys now just knowing the work that they've put in to, to wear that motion W, and yeah. that's the product that we're putting out. It's honestly, like I, I heard Coach Fickle say it. So I feel like you know we can say it, but it's 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 embarrassing. It's, it's embarrassing. It's legit yeah. embarrassing right now.
0: It's embarrassing. That's. Uh, that's why I love what Hunter Waller said. You know, we wish it kind of would have came out earlier in the season or in the middle of the year. About just kind of checking people at the door, making sure everybody's really bought in. The guys who really want to compete should be out there. The guys who really want to go out on win on a game day basis, those should be the guys out there on the field. But I, I, said, I will give it all, you know, to the defense. They came out in the second half. They played a much better second half. They only gave up 30 yeah. total yards in the second half. Yeah. Just offense, man. I, I have no idea. You know what's going on on that side of the ball. You, you know Tanner comes back. You think maybe to give a little bit of a spark. You know nothing. No no touchdown. No he had 255 yards, but like I said we trailing the entire game. You know, give up everything five ten yards. And I give you know Northwestern credit. They they DBs they they came ready to play. Everything yeah. was contested. When nobody running wide open, they kept everything in front. And the dudes was coming up making the tackles when you checked it down. I just I don't know what it is as far as his passing game, whether it's, you know, play calling, receivers just, you know, have no will to want to get open on a game-to-game basis. You know, you've seen some different guys get in there. Anthony, number 86, he got in there. Mm-hmm. We never really saw him, you know, beside him. punt return, kick return. He played yeah. – he made some a few plays. Will Paulin, you know, he did his thing. He had, like, 96 yeah. yards. He's been the, the most consistent guy. But, yeah, man, I think – Somebody, I don't know what it is, somebody got to talk to somebody within, you know, that offensive meeting. I said and I think the offensive line, they've been doing a decent job. And early on in the year, as far as pass blocking, I thought they were, you know, they were playing really bad. They weren't giving the quarterback enough time and things of that nature. But these last couple weeks against Northwestern Indiana, these dudes got plenty of time to throw the football. That's why I say I, I don't know if the quarterback's eyes are in the wrong place. I don't know. Receivers just can't win or the route combinations aren't. Good against the coverages they're going up against. You know, I'm I'm not exactly sure what the issue is, but there's just no rhythm in the passing. As far as the run game, I know the backs are banged up your main guys. So that's gonna be a little bit of you know a drop-off when it comes to that. You got some guys playing who probably wouldn't be playing if it wasn't for injuries. And I think Yacamelli's done a a decent job running the football. I think you know, Akers a little bit more of a a fullback type of guy. Mm -hmm. But this passing game, man, it's just so out of source, dog. Like it's like he gets to the top of his drop and the ball never comes out on time. Unless it's like right. a swing screen or or something like that. He gets to the top of the drop. It's pat, 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 pat. And like 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 what's up? Like some like somebody should be open by the time he gets to the top of his drop. Like he's right. be able to get through his progressions and hit somebody. Like it shouldn't take you know four or five seconds every time for somebody to get open or for him to find somebody to get open.
1: Do you Not think the change that, in quarterback? My bad. And, Go ahead, Breeze.
0: And that's what I, you know. You that was.
2: That was what I was gonna get to next. Do you like the change in the quarterback? We, and not to say that Tanner, you know Tanner, uh, he's put in the work. He is the guy, you know, moving forward. But I just feel like just missing so many weeks, and then just the momentum and just everything that you know uh, Lockie had had built, and just got his confidence right for Tanner to just come back and it's like, hey, you know here. Is you know is your position like I understand that goes on a lot in the NFL at the next level, right? Now you're yeah. talking about a totally different ball game. People getting paid X, Y, and Z, but I just feel like that kind of just messed up the momentum and the timing and just so much timing, stuff yeah. on the offensive side of the yeah. ball. Like there, you talk about getting guys getting to the top of the routes. There was a play I want to say like third and three, third and two. They ran like a delayed release, and the guy ran the out route, mm. and and literally the 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 slot the slot corner was off maybe like seven eight <laughs> yards. Yeah, James yep. on the out route, as soon as he gets to that top of that out, and he's breaking that ball should ball be should out, out. Yeah,
0: yeah. and it, the Weird. ball
2: was completed, but he's he still threw it late, and that's the type of things that like. I kind of feel it's messed up once a quarterback has been out for so long and he just comes right back in. And I think I honestly think it's it's a, it's it hurt us really bad this last week. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: in a passing game, man. I'm not I'm not sure what what's going on when it comes to that. But these last couple of weeks, I hope they can find a way to you know whatever it is, mixing different guys in the lineup. You know whether it's rotating quarterbacks. I I don't know what it is because obviously Locke had a he had a tough game against Indiana. He was a little out of sorts. Maybe they. You know, trying to bring Tanner back in and to give him a spark. You know, didn't quite do that, but this was what it was. But played Nebraska this upcoming week. Trophy game against Nebraska. Nebraska's a team. They've been playing decent these last – you know, Throughout the year, they've been playing pretty decent. They've really leaned into their run game. They can't throw the football whatsoever. They quarterback play – I hate to call it Bad. trash, but it's what <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's trash. They played Maryland last week. They – all three of their quarterbacks played. The starter went in. He threw a pick. Jeff Sims, the original starter from the beginning of the season, he fumbled and threw two picks. They subbed the, the third string guy in there. He started doing a decent job, driving down the field, get down third and goal, pick in the red zone, like the 10-yard you line. So, you get a pick. You get a pick. get a pick. So <laughs> this is an a opportunity for us. But like I said that run defense – for us, it better be prepared and ready to go. They're gonna be running options. They're gonna be running all different sorts of things. So, and you know, the emphasis for them is gonna be protecting the football and running the football because they cannot throw it. So, I think this would be a great opportunity for us as a defense as a whole, just to yes. you know play physical, you know play dominant, stop yes. the run, yes. stop yes. the run. I think that should be the biggest emphasis for this football team, but. Oh, on the offensive side of things, it's it's gonna be a challenge. Their their defense is good. They got some good defensive alignment Ty Robinson, you know Nash, Huttmacher, some big dudes up front. They they stop the run. They're okay in the secondary. I mean, like I said, they're not gonna be frightened by you know our passing offense. They're gonna come into this game extremely confident. I think this is gonna be a four quarter football game, but we gotta stop the run. I don't know what you guys anticipate going into this week against Nebraska. I'm a, I'm gonna be real.
2: <laughs> We faced a lot of teams these past yeah. couple of weeks that couldn't throw the ball, couldn't run yeah. the ball and they've been successful. So man, we're going to have to everything has to be on uh, firing on all cylinders for us to play well. And the key thing that's been the whole thing that we've talked about from week 1 is we got to start fast. This, you yeah. know, picking things up in the second half, it hasn't been working for us. So I don't know what our coaching staff or what guys need to do if like you said if guys need to be checked at the door when they when mm-hmm. they're walking through that you know the tunnel to 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 you know to or whatever it is, we need to start this game from the time that that whistle snaps and that ball's kicked off. we need to be firing on all cylinders, or I don't know we could be yeah. we could be looking at another performance like we had we had last last week
1: is that one what yeah. you think, man, bro. My the first thing I think of was like obviously we want to take it a week at a time, but you you got two more games to put a complete game together and win meaningful your six games too. Uh, meaningful games, bro. Trophy games to also not only keep the tro- or win the trophy, keep the trophy this week, win the trophy next week, but also like become bowl eligible. Like what are you playing for? Like you have to be playing for your pride. Like this is a. This is an opportunity for you to put together a full game that we have. A full four-quarter game that we have not seen all year. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, and we we know we have the ability to do it. We, and we're going to keep saying We know we have the ability to do it. Like, if you're showing spots of it, you know, time and time again, like, you can do it, right? It just takes effort. It takes accountability. And it just takes the want and the drive. So, like, I'm really just... Big thing is I want I just want to see the guys put, put together a full game. I want to mm-hmm. see guys, like, throw all the last couple weeks out the window and just focus on next week yeah. focus on or focus on this week. You know what I'm saying? Put everything that just happened in the last two weeks and then just go play. Yeah. Re- forget whatever was happening or whatever's going on around us right now. Drown out the noise and let's just go win a game. Yeah. Let's just go f- see what it feels like to win again and then let's just stack it back up because when it rains, it pours. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. I think this is definitely a game that you don't want to play from behind because that's mm-hmm. that's exactly what this team want to do. They want to jump out 10-0, 14-0. They gonna run the ball the entire rest of the game. They they have enough creative of a run game to you know keep you off schedule and all that. Mm-hmm. Like I said, from the option, you know, quarterback gonna be running all over the place. Who knows who's gonna be their starter this week after you know all those guys went out there and had turnovers. Defensively, there's gonna be plenty of turnover opportunities. No matter For sure. you know, who has the ball in the hands of the quarterback position, we are gonna have a chance to do it. But before we wrap it up, I don't know if you guys want to share any stories from your time playing against the Nebraska Cornhuskers. I know we had, you know, plenty of good battles with them. You know, I remember you know, the first time we ever played them, my our sophomore year or in our second year, their first yeah. game in into the Big Ten. That was, that was a a crazy atmosphere there. <laughs> so we, we beat we beat them up. We beat wow, them up pretty like 42, 41, 14 yeah, forty one fourteen, something 42, like that. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's always it's a, aside from that one, it's always been a and a Big Ten championship. Pretty yeah. there, but yeah. uh, and uh, the uh, uh,
1: and the Melvin Gordon. Yeah, yeah, It was hey, ugly oh, at yeah, first. Yeah. You know, it was ugly at first. <laughs> so, oh, it was ugly right. at first. So it's,
0: it's it a team you got to be always. No matter who the coaches, no matter who the players are, you got to be prepared, yeah. ready to go. And know if you guys got any. Fun stories from your time playing against the the Cornhuskers.
2: Man, I have a. It's it's not really. A, I don't <laughs> see it, but uh, obviously Nebraska comes to Madison this uh, you know this week. But you know you could you guys can attest to this man that that Nebraska atmosphere is insane. Yeah, yeah, I tell yeah. you, like it's nothing like that. Might be the that might be the best stadium I've played at uh, in the Big Ten, and honestly, you know, in my college career, man, just. A loud just a loud environment it's just so cool to me how they have you walk through like all their accolades like back in the days them being like 14 and no national champions all this stuff like that and the visitor locker room is so far from the field so you actually yes. gotta walk through a little It's another walk yeah yeah it's a it's a long walk you gotta walk through a tunnel of just you know all-american this and you mm-hmm. know all that stuff and then you come out and you actually come out like in the concession stand, so it was, you know it's famous <laughs> and all this stuff like that. But um, you know my crazy, my story was so we played at Nebraska my junior year, and they had a receiver who he ended he scored on me. the Same route doubled like a stutter and go ran. I played it perfect, but I literally lost the ball in the sun. Like I looked up, I'm like, man, <laughs> I, I don't, where, I don't know where the ball is. master me everything. Sports Center top ten. Uh, Ooh. my roommate making fun of me, like, <laughs> where you seen yourself on Instagram? I'm like, bro, come on. So, the following year, my senior year, same player, same spot, they run the same thing, stutter and go, and I caught an interception, which which actually ended up being, you know, one of my favorite plays as a, you know, that I made as, you know, at Wisconsin, but, uh, um, it's just it to me it was just so cool how you know, how I everything came back here. full circle. Like literally the same thing they were gonna try. Again, we know how it works. Like if you can't beat it, you gotta show me you can stop it. Yep. So, uh, you know, just being able to make that play
0: was pretty cool for me. How about you, Warren? That was cool. Uh I'm trying to think. Any fun Nebraska stories. You'd be uh, just competing against them, whatever.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think I think playing against Nebraska was always fun. Um Bro, actually, you know what? And it was—it's—it's it's, it's like a bad occurrence, but it was like one of the craziest plays I think I've ever seen a, live as a college football player. And uh, it, who did who was their uh, quarterback? Uh, Armstrong. Taylor Martinez. Taylor Martinez. And the Big awesome. Ten championship game, bro. Oh. They first touchdown, bro, when he broke like three sacks, <laughs> ran all, oh, yeah. of, ran like twenty yards oh, deep really. into the backfield, cut that thing up, broke like Sweet. two more tackles, and took that thing for like seventy-five, <laughs> eighty yards, striding. Like, that was probably one of the... Again, it was negative for us, but that, looking back on it, that's probably one of the coolest plays I've ever seen a college player make. Yeah. You know, like, it was an explosive play, yeah. broke all them tackles. Like, it, bro, was like seeing that thing live was was yeah. unreal. Um, but I just think winning the trophy and things like that was always cool. Their atmosphere, like Soldier Sam, bro, it's... You know, deceivingly, like you may not think about it because they may not have the most player or the most uh fans, like in terms of like capacity. But that's probably one of the loudest stadiums I've ever oh, played at, bro. That thing is loud. They, they, it is they, loud, and the fans are weirdly nice too. Yeah, they got, yeah, they
2: got they, that they was super nice. Too. That was, they're <laughs> that was, they're was super nice. Too. Like,
1: have I a through, great game. After we're looking won, forward they to they watching like, you guys <laughs> <laughs>
2: play. Good game,
1: guys. Great, <laughs> great game, game. <laughs> bro. I ain't <laughs> seen this at all. This was weird. They got a
0: dedicated fan base too. They sold out. They do. The stadium for last oh, i don't know like they do 30 it. 40 50 bro, years something like that e- even when they've been you know really bad these last several years it's still been a sellout so gotta give them a lot there, of credit
2: there's nothing to do in nebraska like when we were driving bro, up to the stadium there it's crazy there's literally nothing and then you just see a big stadium just planted in the middle of nowhere i'm like yeah. what in the world <laughs> but it's a it's a cool environment what what bro, it the look guys, like green bay yeah, it, it honestly it does. The guys, the, the year you guys played in the Big Ten Championship, that's the y'all played them earlier there in the year, right? There. Earlier in the year, had, yeah. y'all had those raw jerseys. Yeah. I remember they beat watching us. both yeah, of those games. Y'all had the little throwback jerseys. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was dope. That was yeah. Pretty cool.
0: Always some tough matchups with them, man. But that's a wrap for this week's Camp Randall Platoon podcast. I'm James White, along with Jordan Shelton, Warren Heron Hopefully, we can get a. Wisconsin W this weekend. We'll be hoping and praying for the guys. Got to finish it out go. the right way. Please, we y'all got it, boys. <laughs> oh no, they got
1: it. The boys got it. We got it, the boys, Let's they, go, you they, dug. They got hey, it, and man. fans, right come way. on,
2: y'all can't be, y'all can't be leaving a stadium like that. Did you see the picture? It was bad. Oh, it was, it was bad. And
1: yeah. please get to the game on time. Yeah,
0: they ain't getting, on, they ain't getting there on we time. We need no it more, a, especially <laughs> them students. Yeah, <laughs> <nah>. <laughs>